It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Quickly to wall. Wall measures. Deal. Gets open for three. Welcome to Locked On Awards. This part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. My name is Quinn Mayo at T-O-Q-M underscore on Twitter. And today I am joined by the first lady of DC family. The one that bakes us cookies when we're sad. She supports us in our time of need. Becca MVP. Becca, how are you doing today, my love? I am stress eating. I am stress breathing. Mm. I'm stress sleeping. I am stress living right now for this team. That's crazy. I don't know if I'm going to be able to bake any more cookies. I think, um, okay, that's a lie. I'm going to bring you guys some some positive cookies today. <laughs> well, I, I can't guarantee any positive cookies because this is I need some cookies bad. with, like, smiley faces on them. Can you make that happen? Some smiley faces, yeah. some John Wall, you know. Yeah, cookies. some rose bar cookies. Rose bar cookies. Yeah, exactly. if you're exactly. stress eating and stress breathing, I'm pretty sure the next 20 to 25 minutes of this podcast is not going to help you out. But it can serve as an opportunity for you to air out your feelings and emotions. Because last night, boy, was there a lot to talk about. 117-108 was the final score from Orlando. Orlando Magic, they defeated the Washington Wizards. The Wizards have lost six straight games on the road. They have dropped seven of their last eight. They are now 2-9 and nine on the year. Becca, what went wrong last night? Um, I mean... I think a lot of it has to do with they're just not motivated. I mean, we know this, but I noticed that Morris and Otto Porter did not perform that well. Um, They both had under um, double digits and points. Otto had seven. Was it eight? Otto had eight, Eight, yes. Eight points. Um, Keith did not perform well. I I feel like the only one who was really into this game was John Wall. I mean... I just don't know. It, it's so weird because um, the flow of the game, I, I think I did tweet this last night. I'm pretty sure I did. The Wizards started so strong. And if you watched any Wizards game this season, you know they've had games where they start the first five minutes and don't miss a shot. They've had games where they're blowing out their, the opponent in the first quarter. Well, at least the first, you know, the first series or two. So I tweeted, I said, the Wizards always start fast, but they're not going to get me tonight. Because we know what's going to happen. They went to commercial break, came back from commercial break, and then the games began. 
Next thing I know, I looked up. They were down by 20. It's just like, I wonder, like, what do they talk about during those timeouts? Or what do they go in the locker room during halftime? And, and what's going on in their heads? Because it's like, start out strong. It looks like, okay, they're up by 11. They're up by, you know, however many points. We got this. I mean, if they keep up that pace the whole entire game, everything's going to work out. But then it seems like, you know, during the second or third quarter, things just do not, I mean, just everything falls apart. Yeah, everything falls apart. And I think for the first, at least for the first segment, we should talk about the minutes. Um, first night of a back-to-back, let's make that clear. The Wizards played a night against Miami. Um, John Wall, 42 minutes last night. Bradley Bill, 41 minutes last night. The rest of the team... We just can't... We can't work our starters like that. The I rest mean, of the team didn't, that's ridiculous because didn't touch over 25 minutes. We have to play another game tonight. Wizards fans, we're playing the Heat. And you know we struggle with the Heat for whatever reason. It's just not a good matchup yeah. for us. And our two stars are going to be burnt out from a game that we didn't even win. So... When you have to play com- I mean, 40 minutes between your two stars to lose to the to the Orlando Magic, like that that's a problem. That's a problem. It's also the third straight game Yamahimi has not seen the floor. Let's look, what do you think about that? I'm do you think that that it seems like for me it seems a like desperate times calls for desperate measures. I feel as though Brooks is looking like okay, look, I just have to play the guys that I trust or the ones that I know that are talented enough to be on the floor, which is clearly Wall and Bill. But my thing is, Bradley went 10 for 21 last night. John went 9 for 21. The shots that they're taking, it's so difficult for them to get their shots. It's so difficult for them to score. They're, like, literally wearing down their bodies to get a bucket because there's no, nothing comes easy on this offensive team, on the offensive side of the ball. So, I mean, something has to change, and – I know Wizards fans say, you know, last time we started two and eight, we won forty some games, and like, well, you're, you're, no, it's, it's, it's over not, now. We're not thinking about exactly. that anymore. You're two and nine, um, nothing is magically going to happen. They're not calling plays. I could see if they're losing close games, but John Wall literally had to will that team back last night off of just straight slashing to the basket and finishing every opportunity he got. But other than that, it was very, very disappointing to watch. That team from 2016, it was different. Um, we were younger. We were more mo- motivated. Um, I think that's when Scott Brooks just started. Mm-hmm. And I-, I think the team really um, respected him on a different level than they do now. Um, I just, the the whole two and eight thing at the beginning, that's how I felt. Um, don't get me wrong, I truly believe that this team can turn it around, but it's only if they want to, and I don't see that happening right now. It's not a matter of talent. It's not a matter of, you know, like, what, I mean, we've got a good team. It's just, <laughs> they're not, they're not, um, and it's really hard. I bet some of our listeners are laughing at me right now. I mean, the team is good. Yeah, they are. It's just not working in this system. It's just not. Yeah. And I see a lot of the comments that I've been getting, um, on Twitter is Wall needs to. I mean, Coach Brooks needs to play the the smaller lineup more. Kelly Oubre more minutes. Jeff Green at the five more. Just all these different lineup concoctions. And I'm saying, you know, it's not the lineups. This is bigger. This is bigger than who's on the floor. Like I've said in previous podcasts, they could have traded for Jimmy Butler. You could bring in whoever you want off the street to come and play for this team. This system 
is not set up for players in it to succeed right now. And that's the problem. They're not take they're they're talented. This team is so talented. And that's what I think that's what stresses out Wizards fans so much more is that you have all-star in John Wall, all-star Bradley Bill, former all-star Dwight Howard, sharp shooter Otto Porter. And the system just makes everybody look so bad because they're not taking these talented players and elevating them. We're not utilizing yeah, They're not it. elevating them. So it's just many times last night I'm watching all five of the players are standing around the three-point line watching John Wall dribble. All five of the players, are, four of the players are sitting around watching Bradley Bill at the end of the game dribble. It's just like, what what is being called at, at when these time like what are we taking time like out how for? is this how is this gonna work yeah. like how, what why do you guys think that standing around and not moving and circulating the ball because let me tell you something the wizards only score and they only get shots off and they only succeed when the ball is constantly mm-hmm. moving and i think that's with every basketball team and they're just all standing there like they couldn't care less that, i mean it's just it's it's pathetic effort. yeah and that's why you see when this team wasn't turning the ball over and they were getting stops, I mean, the team they're playing in Orlando is not a good team. They're a young, undisciplined no. team. They give up leads all the time. Even Bradley Bill said it last night. He said, this is a team that's known to give up leads, and we had to take advantage of that. We just didn't finish. But when they stopped turning the ball over for a little bit, got a few stops, and started running on the fast break, that's that's what this team does. And that's it's sad, oh, though, because, good. yes, they're getting to the rim. Yes, they're on fast breaks. But that's the only time they can score. You cannot beat – I don't care how talented you're – you cannot just beat teams off a of fast break scoring and not scoring in the half-court set. you got to learn to do that somehow. And this team, especially under Scott Brooks, they do not know how to score other than running faster than everybody else. And I think what's most embarrassing about this loss is that they caught up. They were. It was a one-point game, and they had the opportunity to close out this game or you know compete with Orlando, and they just couldn't do it. And it was because of stupid mistakes, and it seemed like the whole team wasn't on the same page. I mean, John Wall cannot save us every he night. He can't. It doesn't matter. John Wall could play like Michael Jordan every night, and it still wouldn't matter. Yeah. Truly, that that's the bottom line. And. You know, it was um, it's pretty sad because, you know, Stephen Smith had said all those things about him, about Rose Bar and like not working and overweight. And then John Wall came in this game and played, he like, responded. you know, one of one of the best the best games we've seen him play this season so far. And the Wizards just couldn't get it done. Yeah, I mean, 12 assists, seven rebounds, only three turnovers. You can't do well, much 19 more points. That, like, seriously. what else do you? I mean, he can't shoot the three. We know he doesn't shoot the three, but at, he wasn't forcing it. After he missed a couple of threes, he was like, okay, look. He knew he wasn't going to go. Exactly. For it. So he starts attacking the rim and do, doing what he does best. And, he, and he, Stephen A even tweeted last night during the game. He was watching the game. He did. And he said, look, John Wall is doing, he's playing like an all star tonight. He's doing everything he can, but this team is just not performing like they should be. And I completely agree. So. We'll be back. We have a lot more to say. Um, we're going to pay some bills. We'll take a commercial break. And when we come back, we'll make some prediction of, you know, how much longer do Wizards fans have to endure the mediocrity at general manager and coach before a change is made. And uh, we'll look forward to the game today against the Miami Heat. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Welcome back to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. Make sure you do whatever that advertisement just said before. We, I'm not completely sure we have a, a few advertisements, but if it's telling you to go check out another podcast, go listen to it. There's a lot of great podcasts on this network, so make sure you do that. So, um, 2-9. and nine. The Wizards are 2-9. and nine. They're heading into Miami. How much longer and how many more losses does this Wizards team have to take before something has changed, Becca? What, what do you think? Is, is it a trade coming or is it a coaching change or is it even general manager, which seems to be untouchable for 15, 16 years? You know, what is how many more losing, not even losing games, but how many more underperforming games, underwhelming games is going to take for this team to make a change? They go four and 18. I think that's that's it. That's it right there. That's that's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And you guys know that I'm not negative. Uh, people tend to call me positive uh, Peter on Twitter. But um, to all you haters that call me positive <laughs> Peter, I'm not positive Peter. I'm realistic Rebecca. Ooh. But I'm all I'm also um, hopeful Becca. Mm-hmm. So you guys need to understand that I'm a fan. So, but I'm going to start, I have been telling it like it is. So, if you don't like it, you know where the unfollow button is. Um, Spicy. I know, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of crazy today. Mm -hmm. Um, No, but I think that if they go another set, like two and nine, I think it's time to do something. I don't really care about how much they're paying Scott Brooks. I don't really care about, you know, how much we're paying these players. Something's got to happen. Is... Ernie needs to be up every single night. He should not sleep until something happens. He literally should be making phone calls all night. Or should Ted be up making phone calls? Ted, Ted, somebody. I don't care who's making the phone calls. Yeah. I'll make the phone calls. Yeah. I'll do all the work. Do you think four and eighteen is too long? Is that too far? Because I'm looking. I think it's it's already been too far. Okay. But in my Very opinion, true. I don't think I don't think man I don't think management is going to change or make an effort to um, really. Um, I think the other problem, too, is management truly believes in this team right now. Mm-hmm. And they truly feel like this is just a slump. You know, they're going to come back out of it. But the reality is um, they're not. Yeah. Not with this mindset. Not with this. I mean, we we all are very upset over this because we've seen glimpses during this ga- these games where it's like they've performed so well. They've really... Um, They've really shown us that, you know, when they want to, they can make it happen. But it doesn't matter if you play one quarter great. It, it comes down to, did you play that way for those four quarters? Wins and and they're, not making, they're not making it happen. We didn't get the win. It, there's no point. John Wall's, you know, amazing um, performance last night doesn't mean anything because it, it's a loss on paper. So I, I really think that after a bunch of um, – Failures, they're really going to have to consider this. I, they don't want to because I know they don't want to eat Scott Brooks' contract. And I wouldn't either because it's $21 million. That's a lot of money. They did this to themselves, though. But they, they did. And you know what? Now we have to um, really come to terms with it. And I think if this year does not go well, we're going to have to really think about this. Is this Beal Wall auto experiment really working? Mm. Somebody, Something has got to happen. It, and I don't want to – I don't – I hate saying that because I love them together, but something has got to happen. It really pains me. And to address like both of the the first question, then what you just said, um, I'm looking at their upcoming schedule. You have Miami tonight, Orlando on the 12th again. You have Cleveland, the worst, only team worse than the Wizards this season is Cleveland on the 14th. 
You got Brooklyn on the 16th. All I'm saying is, look, I think they lose to Miami tonight. I mean, I'm just going to keep it. Miami lost a tight game last night to Indiana. Um, Hassan Whiteside is on the brink of making history. I think he, if he has another 20-point, 20 20-rebound 20 game tonight, it will be the first time that's done three consecutive nights since 2005 when DeMarcus Cousins did it. Um, or 15, excuse me, not 05. Um, if they lose tonight, they might get another – they might beat Orlando on Monday. But if they lose to Cleveland on the 14th, Becca, I oh oh if they lose to Cleveland, everybody gotta go. Every and y'all gotta start a GoFundMe or something. We'll donate money to Ted or something so he can get this. You know he can get reimbursed. Scott gotta go. We will go. pay for Scott's remaining contract we'll, somehow. We'll try to do our. Scott we will gotta make go. it work. Ernie gotta go. And a few trades got to be made, too. If they lose to Cleveland on the 14th, Becca, I, you know I always tease how I can't go on on this podcast. But, no, really, like, we're, we're closing no. the podcast. But, no, for real. If they lose to, if they lose to the Cavaliers, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm, all, I'm out. That's it. That's it. Go. It's it for me. We're packing you know how up much – you know, I can't do this anymore. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I can't do this anymore. I, I go to every single home game. And afterwards, when I have to listen to the players – I'm almost about to cry. Me and Scott Brooks, we made eye contact after one press conference, and a tear was streaming down my face. And he looked at me, and then he looked away. Scott Brooks, stop ignoring my cry. Stop ignoring my cry. (laughs) I I swear to God, every time I go in that press conference, I'm like a sad puppy dog. Some days I want to rage, but most of the time I'm like a, a sad kid who, who their, their parent didn't buy them that shiny balloon in the grocery store. Oh, my God. Scott Brooks, when are you going to listen to me? Like, I, I'm, I'm going to sob, like, one day in these co- press conferences. I'm going to be so upset. Oh I, I can't God. handle this anymore. Yo, this is not a facade, everybody. Like, she's genuinely upset. No, like, I'm dead serious. Like, she's dead serious. And things have to change. Things definitely have to change. But this, and then this, to, to your second point a couple of minutes ago, that's what hurts so much is that I did a I did a video to get today earlier today, speaking specifically on this. These players are so good at basketball, <laughs> it's ridiculous. John Wall is a top five point guard. Bradley John Bill, Wall is my hero. Like these guys are good. They're so good at basketball. Dwight it's... Howard is the best thing that could have happened to us after we needed to get rid of Gortat. If you think about the management patterns, if you think about the trade patterns, if you think about what we've done in the past as far as centers go, this is the best situation that could have happened to us. Dwight Howard is a former All Star. He can yeah. still do what he needs to do, and he's a you know he has that experience. Yeah, we have that veteran experience with Dwight Howard and Jeff Green. I mean, and we haven't heard a heard a peep about locker room issues with the White since he's been no, here. No, Dwight Howard, all is, that stuff, is all those stigmas, the that least have, of the problems. Yeah, it's it just hasn't been there. I mean, Dwight had what he had twelve points and eight rebounds 12 last points. night. What but what can you ask for? He only missed two rebounds. shots. Like he's working his way back into the to the lineup, and he's doing what he's supposed to do, and he's always positive. So we haven't heard any of those things that have been you know traveled with him throughout his career. The team on paper should work, and I and I, I made this point. I'm going to make it again. You give this team to Eric Spolstra, you give it to Rick Carlisle, you give it to Steve Kerr, you give it to Greg Popovich, you give it to to anybody, Van Gundy, Mark Jackson, Fisdale, Dwayne Casey, Nick Nurse, this team this will, will win. This will not happen. This team will win. This team will this not, will not underperform like this. So at this point, I'm tired of playing with I'm tired of playing with. Ted, you got to do I'm something. I'm tired of this because it's got to something okay. has to happen. 
I'm going to say something that might be historically inaccurate, but I think I remember this correctly. When the Bullets won the championship, I don't think Wes Unseld or Elvin Hayes liked each other, but they still got it done. You know, mm. you, you can't be, um, and don't quote me on that because I might be wrong, but I'm just saying, you know, this team, there is no excuse. Yeah. I mean, last uh, I'm tired of this because at the end of last season, LeBron's gone. They're all like, the East is wide open. No, it's not. Look at the Bucks. There is no reason why we shouldn't be better than the Bucks, but because of their system, look how amazing they're doing. Exactly. You know, exactly. this is just not the type of performance that we can accept from this team. And that's why something's got to change. Like, forget the money. And you know what? Kelly Oubre should start over Otto Porter. I'm sorry, but he should. And you know what? I, I mean, how much money are we paying him in eight points? Yeah, 100 He's supposed plus. to be dropping threes every single night. There's no reason for this. Yeah. It's He's, it's unacceptable. It's, it's This whole team is a mess right now. And I think this is why, though, the players know how good they are. Like, when the players say <clears throat> the players say LeBron is gone, you know, we have a very talented team, we can compete. Because they know. They truly believe. They know. Players know how good they are. These players are no slouches. They're no scrubs. They know how good they are. They know how good they can be. But – this, I truly believe, I truly believe this team does not respect Scott Brooks. This team does not respect Scott Brooks. And I can see it. I can see it. In the, we can all see we it. Can all see, like, regardless of the whole, like, players on their own agenda comment, yeah, we heard that. But Bradley Bill taking the clipboard out of Scott Brooks' hand is the first red, red flag. If you go back and watch the, pre, the post-game co- uh, conference he had with reporters, Bradley Bill, that is, they asked him, you know, what, what, what's it like out there? What's going on? And he said it's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting to win. At this point, we just have to go out there and win. That Bradley right there, Beal looks like he's about flag. to cry every yeah, game. I'm going to need flag. I'm gonna need you guys to get a win tonight because this man might end up in um, – he, he might have to go to therapy because of this team. Like, looking, it, he looks comatose after the game. I want him to lead the team because he seems like he's the only – well, John Wall, he, he cares when he wants to, but I think Bradley Beal is the one who really wants to win. And I feel like this this whole thing is just a mess right now. And, um, yeah. But yeah. on a positive note, I'm so thankful that Quentin was able to do the podcast without me. Um, I was busy networking at a bar in D.C., and I'm going to put networking in, in quotes because we all know I was – out having a good time but he did do the podcast with jake who is very good at what he does he's a celtics fan right but he is a good celtics fan he knows that john wall is better than Kyrie in his heart (laughs) he might not admit it but he does so if you can give him a follow at js jones underscore 10 that would be awesome um hopefully i can do the podcast with him and quentin sometime it would be really fun to have a big three podcast and um yeah, I mean the podcast is not over. I just wanted to say something positive. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. Gotta, <laughs> I was just like, let me just um, have a little ray of sunshine in a, the thunderstorm right now. Yeah. So, so yeah. on that note, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll make our our predictions. A quick round of predictions for um, this upcoming game tonight against the Miami Heat, and then from there, we'll just leave it into the hands of the Wizards to see what they will deliver to us tonight we'll be right back the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs 
Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Wizards, part of the Locked On Network, your daily news from local experts. Quinn Mayo, Becca, MVP, Washington Wizards. We're here again. Miami Heat, 8 o'clock p.m. Miami enters this game 5-6. and six. The Wizards, of course, enter this game 2-9. and nine. Becca, what, what do you think is going to go down tonight in Miami? I think I'm going to say I don't know if it's a win or a loss, but I am going to tell you the Wizards are not going to let the Heat build a large lead only because they have pride to some extent. I don't know if they'll win or lose, but I know I'm predicting that it's going to be a close game. And I think John Wall and Bradley Beal, they're running on fumes, but they're not going to they're not going to give up. That's not like them. Um, uh, Yeah. I don't have much to say besides um, that. And I hope that Scott Brooks does not put Jeff Green and Otto, um, who else did he have in? Austin, Austin Rivers at the end of the game if it is a close game because we really need our starters in to kind of um, close games out. Um, Scott Brooks, I'm going to need you to be on your A game tonight. Mr. Ted, if things don't work out with management or coaching, I will do work pro bono. Just because I care about this team, you don't got to pay me a dime. Um, I don't have much experience, but I care a lot about this team. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. man, I'm really losing it. This is hilarious. It's 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 it comes with the territory. It we because we're running out of things to talk about. You know, yeah, we're it, tired of talking doing, about the same stuff. It's it's ridiculous. It's hard doing a podcast on every game that has the same outcome, the same amount of effort, and. Um, it's really getting difficult, and yeah. But I have yeah. gotten a couple messages from people saying that they love our podcast. I appreciate you guys listening. I truly do. And um, yeah, I mean, I really enjoy doing this despite the losses. But I mean, if they go four and eighteen, then I think it's a wrap. <laughs> I think we will have to retire. And um, yeah, we'll just we'll just take the rest of the season and try to draft Zion to our podcast. We'll be we'll be on Twitter though. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be on the internet. What do you think? Do you think the Wizards can close out tonight? I mean, I said something about the, them losing to the Cavs and that being the final straw. But actually, when I look at this game, I think this is this is one of those games where we're going to see some things. Um, all signs point to the Wizards winning this game tonight, and here's why: starting go- starting point guard Goran Dragic, he's do he's missed the last two games because of a knee injury. Um, he's recovering, but he leaves Miami in assists and second on the team in scoring. They just can't score and they don't move the ball when he's not there. Dwight, I mean not Dwight, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Wade. He's with his family because he, um, him and Gabrielle just had a new baby, so he's away from the team. So right now, you've got Richardson, you've got these guys that you know they're compliment guys. They're not the guys that you know do the heavy lifting for this team. This Wizards team should be able to talent their way past this Miami team tonight. Now, Wall, Bill, Wall and Bill combined for 46 points, 18 assists, and 11 rebounds, four steals, and two blocks in Friday's loss. All of that was from Wall and Bill. I feel as though because they played 40 minutes last night, I think Scott is going to say, like, hey, I know I can't play my starters that long. But in turn, the bench is so bad right now that the Wizards still might lose this game. 
because it, you got to pick your poison. Is 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 Scott really just is his if his if his life is on the line? Excuse me, if his job is on the line and the success of his team is on the line, is he just gonna keep running wall and building to the ground and playing them on the second night of a back to back for forty plus minutes? We can't do that. It, he can't do that. So in turn, you're gonna have to give more minutes to guys that have not been performing, and that that's gonna be something to watch. It's gonna be it's gonna be crazy to watch. And my thing is, and this is my last point. This team is okay in the half court. Not even okay. They're mediocre in the half court set when the starters are out there. They're already mediocre in the half court set when the starters are out there. And the reason they're mediocre is because you just have talented players like Wall and Bill who can create for their own and get very difficult shots to go in. That's why they're mediocre in the half court set. We're running the same exact system with bench players in the half court set that are not as talented as Wall and Bill. That's why the bench production is so low. Because they can't just make those difficult shots that Wall and Bill are making when no players are being called. So you can't run the same ISO ball that they do with Wall and Bill with the bench and then be like, why is it not working it when Tomas Sadoransky does a fadeaway jump shot? And so, like, what? That's why it's not working. Because you're not running anything for these players to get easy shots on. I got the Wizards losing tonight, man. I, I got them losing because Scott Brooks is in such a dilemma and I don't think he knows what he's doing at this point. And that's just that. That's just that. So... Anything else you want to say? Yeah. Um, actually, I have a quick little story that has nothing to do with this podcast. Um, <laughs> so my dad has an Alexa, you know, like one of those Amazon um, machines yeah. that you say, hey, mm-hmm. Alexa. So they're they're having like a experiment where they're trying to test out like Alexa talking to you. So me and Alexa had a conversation about the NBA. And she, <laughs> she asked me, um, who do you think is going to be rookie of the year? And um, I said Troy Brown Jr., like, naturally. And she was just like, uh, well, I think it's going to be Luka, Luka Donick. Is Am I saying that right? Donchich. Don, Donchich. I can't. I can't. Uh, yeah, so I had a fight with her, and I started screaming at her. So that's basically. <laughs> You're fighting with Alexa? Yeah, I fought with Alexa today. She also asked me. Um, she also started talking about uh, Golden State Warriors. I called her a bandwagon fan. And then she said, <laughs> um, she said um, I'd really like to see – Steph Curry win MVP, and she said, who do you think uh, is going to be MVP? And I said, John Wall, and she said, let's talk about something else. She literally said, let's talk about something else. And I said, okay, I'm done with you. So, Wizards, (laughs) you better get a win tonight so I can, you know, trash talk to my Alexa. I got to trash talk to my Alexa because I can't trash talk to anybody else. I literally have a robot to trash talk to, so... That's crazy. Yep, that's, that's crazy. That's all I wanted to. That's pretty much why I came on the podcast today. Otherwise, I would have been asking you to do it with Jake. <laughs> well, that's a perfect way to end this podcast. Becca is so mad at this team that she had to argue with advanced intelligence. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, which I hope you did, you stayed with us for about thirty minutes. We thank you so much. Make sure you check us out on Twitter at Locked On Wizards. I'm at TOQM underscore. That is Rebecca at Becca MVP. And until next time, we will see you after. Maybe we'll see you after this game tonight against the Miami Heat. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.